You're listening to It's Still Happening, the ancestral healing podcast for those of us who are creating lives of freedom, abundance, and belonging in the world and for cultural change. It's me, Ash Johns, your guide, host, and hopefully inspirational muse, who also happens to be a spiritualist, coach, strategist, and water worshiper. If you've been questioning your purpose, noticing some reoccurring generational patterns in your own life, and desire healing, transformation, and forward movement, you're definitely in good company, my friend. Welcome to my show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to It's Still Happening podcast with me, Ash. Now, let's tune in, shall we? This time, I would love for you to do whatever feels really great to start to feel your energy coming into your body from outside of yourself. Meaning, take a moment right now for four breaths to become aware of wherever your energy lies outside of yourself and call it back to you. Hopefully that gave you a little moment to see where your energy leaks or where you've shared energy, your thoughts, your desires, your hopes, your frustrations, your to-dos, just to rest them, have yourself fully whole here for this conversation as we get into this episode. Hey, <laughs> so real talk. It's 6.40 in the morning, and uh, your girl is an early morning person, if you don't know this about me. I wake up every day between 4 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. In my tradition, they call those the witching hours, the conja hours, you know, the hours to say your prayers, make your tea, clean your house, set your tone, commune with your ancestors, prep your children, you know, it's like medicine woman hours to me. Many times I go out and speak to my star celestial ancestors. I go to the oceans during the dark time of the morning and allow the sunrise to kiss my face and bless my feet. But today you will notice that I've got my sultry voice on. (laughs) And that's simply because I didn't think that I speak to myself and my spirits inside of me, I don't always actually activate my voice with them. Sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. This morning we were talking inside and so this is my, I just woke up and I'm just now using my vocal cords. So I might sound a lot older. I might sound like I'm 60 smoking cigs. I I used to smoke cigarettes a long time ago, but that's another story for another time. More like when I was in my delinquent teen years, but let's actually get into what this episode is about. And it is 
actually more of a teaser, maybe I can say it that way. I wanted to take my time to call us into relationship. There's something in my psyche and spirit around being different. A rather, and I see that as a blessing and a truth and also a wounding that sometimes prevents me from just being. And so I was working through the episodes to come. I was like, it's so important to set the intention of what I desire our relationship to be in It's Still Happening podcast from my end. I'm cultivating it with this energy. And those who want to meet me in this now have a container to do so. So I'm thinking of this as the episode about relationship building, about coming um, together in community through this podcast, and essentially what my desires and expectations are. And I'm hoping that you can meet me in those, and maybe you'll even have some that you'll share with me that we can keep building together. So I want to start this relationship off with a very clear intention, and then let's see how it goes and how it grows. First off, I kept putting off creating a podcast for a number of reasons, but here are the four main ones. One, it takes a lot of fucking work and I was already really fucking full, (laughs) straight up. I was just like, how can I do this? Where do I even have time? I can hardly even post or email quote unquote regularly, which is the reason why I named my newsletter consistently inconsistent because I didn't want to have the pressure of having to create structures and workloads to meet the energies. I'd rather flow with the energies and make sure it's authentic. They hadn't come into harmony yet. And believe it or not, you being here listening to me in this podcast, you're witnessing these two parts of myself, this structured business Capricorn organized self, meeting the wild woman, spiritual, creative, beats to the heart of her own drum, her and her spirit's drum. They're really fusing together in a way that I haven't yet experienced in this lifetime. And so I'm really grateful for that. The second reason is I was deeply, hugely, massively intimidated by the process, specifically around editing. And yes, I know there are people on the internet and around the world who can do this. But one, I wasn't ready to hire. I saw that as that's more work that I have to manage. (laughs) And I also didn't want to, you know, I have certain views around outsourcing to folks on the other side of the world, you know, in Bangladesh and things like that, simply because I ran a business in a quote unquote developing country. And while there's a lot of opportunity and I'm grateful for the internet, I also see a lot of exploitation around that. And so I was like, I'm intimidated by this process and I'm not an editor and GarageBand is scary. So fuck. And real honest, like real moment here. If you did search my name inside of Apple Podcasts, you will see that like in 2018, I did attempt to do a podcast called Am I Podcast, which was this concept all around all of us being mixed and indigenous, which is very controversial, but it's the truth. We're all mixed with some shit. We all have some original indigenous indigeneity to some lands that is rich with wellness and healing and balance and respect. And so that podcast was going to be devoted to that. And after one episode, I was like, yeah, no. How about I work on myself and my business? (laughs) Fast forward to the end of 2020 and look at me now. (laughs) Forgot about that song. Look at me now. I'm getting paper. Forgot all about that. Okay. Number three is it called for creating a podcast called for a greater visibility that I was 
and full honesty really worried about. I've seen how what it does to be more visible to people, to their business, to their communities, to their self-esteem. And I was just like, there's a great responsibility on a personal level and also to the community with putting my thoughts and uh, words out in a way that anyone can consume them. There's no container to hold them after I've released them. And I was like, that's great. It's also fucking terrifying. Like one of my worst fears as it relates to like business is someone taking a clip. Here you go. You guys can just do it so I can get over this feel like do it if you want to fuck with me. <laughs> it's taking one clip and like, you know, like celebrities are like, they didn't listen to the whole conversation. They took one clip. Like that's been my greatest fear. And then I was like, we're over this. Oh, there we go. I'm over it. So it doesn't matter if you do it or not. <laughs> that just, literally that just cleared by me saying it. Mm telling you vulnerability people underestimate the power of that in the healing journey and then four is i didn't want to be a person adding to the noise the internet is so fucking loud everyone is talking everyone is posting everyone is selling something and i know that i'm also one of these people but i like to think that i'm a little bit different in the vibration that i offer things and so i wanted to make sure that i was really ready and could be held in birthing this nurturing it sticking with it you know in a way that doesn't create a whole bunch more followers but just helps us deepen that's what i'm interested in like deepening like every time i see more followers i'm like that's cool but like who are these people? There was a moment on Instagram, y'all, where I knew exactly who was following me. I knew handles, you know, like there was something going on. And now I'm like, who, who's here? <laughs> so I am very sensitive to that. And as such, that's the reason why this first episode is what it is. I'm hoping that people will listen to this first episode always before they get into any other future episode because I want to call us into greater awareness and consciousness and deciding to consume or learn or grow in a different way instead of just popping from podcast to podcast or healer to healer like let's slow down a moment you know looking at these sacred texts they weren't going from one place to another quickly they were sitting in caves for fucking hours and days and years and months and crossing the desert and apprenticing with one person in a garden on the top of a mountain. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of how the deepening and the real wisdom and then you emerge and can apply it. And so my desire is to be able to cultivate this podcast to be that. I don't know what the fuck that's going to look like, but may that intention be held by the great ones in my higher self and those of you who are listening right now. <laughs> so those last two ones around greater visibility, authority, and leadership, being a vulnerable place, and then all of the social media call out, high consumption, causing harm, and just the intricacies of understanding the human and bigger chunks than just sound bites was daunting to me and all of that takes a lot of unpacking but a loss here i am doing the damn thing with the wonderful people joining me on the journey shout out to my team my coach my healers my elders my higher self my ancestors and every single one of you and your crew that's rocking with you right now as we step into it's still happening all of that is actually what led me to finally submitting this Again, with the help and nudge, rather push, of my own people and healing team. And I found myself talking about 
really, I found myself talking about things in my personal sessions, whether that was with clients or with my coaches and the folks that I work with that honestly should be fucking TED Talks. (laughs) They should be podcast episodes. At the very least, they should be a YouTube video or film. And recently, one of my coaches was like, yo, this is a travesty that I'm the only part, like your sessions help me. Why are you resisting a podcast? And I'm like, "Eh, let me tell you, you know, like, no. And then I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I found myself repeating these same insights that I see time and time again from my clients and also from living my own life over and over and over again. And I was like, instead of holding them and just reflecting these on an individual level, I need to go ahead and commit to creating a platform. I need to step to my next level. And gratitude to these two eclipses that came through on November 30th and also December 14th. And this great conjunction coming through with the winter solstice. Like, motherfucking yeah, this is the time. This is the fucking time and I'm saying yes. But going back to these reoccurring things that I would see online and in consults and in life, the interesting thing is that it's it's happening, it's still happening, regardless to race, gender, social status. It keeps repeating over and I was like, yeah, I need a place to track this. I need a place to place these things. I need a place to compile these trends and insights and observations so that we can all go back to them. Like light bulbs need to be lit up instead of just my own. Which... It brings me to telling you guys a little bit more about my background and why my brain works this way. By the way, I'm sipping on mint and lavender tea inside of a coffee mug that was given to me by my very last full-time employer, who I absolutely despise. (laughs) I'll talk about that in another uh, episode. Actually, I'm so grateful for him because... There was a moment where I was like, yeah, definitely not doing this. I am a healer. I'm my own business person. And you have made your empire that causes more harm to people. I'm out. Peace. Deuces. So I keep this mug to remind myself healing has happened. So that's actually a perfect connection to what I'm about to share. I've always been a researcher. There's an actual sub-personality, a part of myself, a part of my, an aspect of who I am, part of my personality that was birthed out of out of a coping mechanism, literally, of not wanting to have the wool pulled over my eyes. And so sometimes this researcher has come out, before I was a professional, she comes out to find all the things about something. Like some people don't know how much I know and I purposely don't always tell them because it's to protect me. And so sometimes my researcher takes over in a bad way There's times I've definitely been in apprentices and trainings and I would be like, I know a lot about this. So in order for me to respect you as a trainer or a teacher, you've got to show me that you know more than me. Terrible, terrible, terrible student. Now I have that under control because that's mad disrespectful and it's a terrible thing to do. (laughs) But I understand that she was trying to protect me. And eventually she did find another more useful place in my life, which is in the work that I do now. And even before I was doing what I do now, I became an actual trained qualitative market researcher. And qualitative market research is all about, again, the quality, the emotions, the methods and the thoughts that 
create the fibers of existing, your belief systems, your triggers, your wants, your desires, all the mushy stuff that makes sense as a now trained coach. And there's another sector of this called quantitative market research. That's like the numbers and the statistics and all the things that make my brain go to mush. Like my Capricorn side does not work with numbers in that way unless it's money's in the bank. <laughs> but in that line of work as a qualitative market researcher, my literal job was to lean back enough to see the common story unfolding amongst many different people and their different walks of life while simultaneously leaning into enough of the conversation and the people and their lifestyles for complete strangers to open up to me. So it would be this combination of like, I'm a complete stranger. I don't wear any brands or anything to make you think of me in any way. And I would ask questions that would first warm someone else, someone up. And I would change my tonation and how I walk or how I present myself in a way that what makes strangers be like, oh, I, I rock with this girl. Like, let me teach her something about my life or I'll, I'll share her a secret. And I would do this with people from teeny, teeny towns in the middle of nowhere all the way to the biggest penthouse apartments in New York City, right? Like I have sat and talked to different people, experts in this, kids struggling in school, like parents and, and people divorcing, folks buying their first home, like all these different things to understand it from a branding and marketing and business perspective. But what that position did, that training coupled with my natural spiritual gifts of being an empath and the personal development credentials I picked up along the way, they all had the same thread in common that's led me to do the work that I'm here to do with you today. These two areas of expertise, human behavior and thought analysis and trend insights mining, if you will, and psycho-spiritual coaching have a shared set of rules in order to be supportive and effective towards the main goal, which is like connection and clarity and whatever else, you know, the individual or the client wants. And that shared set of rules is this. I'm, I'm telling you this long story for a reason, y'all. The shared thing, whether I'm being a spiritual coach or a researcher and analysis person, all the science, if you will, is that they require me and you, this is actually an invitation for you, to be both objective while remaining present. So what does it mean to be objective? Like, have a thought about that. I'm going to give us two seconds. So to be objective, if you've taken a moment to flip into that, it is literally a person suspending their judgment to not be influenced by personal feelings or opinions in considering or presenting or observing the facts. It's literally being an active listener and taking whatever is going down as truth. Just let me, let me see you. Let me hear and when you're objective while remaining present, therein you can find some nuggets of truth. It is a very, very powerful skill. In fact, all of my training being a qualitative researcher was around that. How do you actively listen and show that you are invested? Not in a way that's going to manipulate the outcome, but being invested and present to really hear without judging, without wanting to manipulate or to do anything on behalf of anyone. 
that's my job as a healer, as a coach, as a guide, as a spiritualist, as a strategist. And I'm inviting you into that because I really want y'all, when you're listening to this podcast, to be as objective as you can and to be as present as you can. Why? Because what is for you will come through for you. And it will help us not have all these fucking knee-jerk reactions to everything people say online where you're ready to jump ship just because someone rubbed your shoulder or said something that was deeply triggering to you and your personal experiences or deeply triggering to your culture or deeply, deeply triggering to your ancestors. Let me remind you that this podcast container is a visionary container. This is for personal freedom first And through personal freedom, there will be cultural change. And I'm not interested in doing my work in a way that inspires your best life, but doesn't change how you interact and relate in this world for, again, cultural change. I'm not willing to wait while people do their first work, do the personal work, and then eventually the culture change. Like I want to do them both right now. That's my gift. That's my calling. That's my agreement. I'm inviting you into that. And the way to do it is to, again, be objective, Take in the words that I'm saying. Don't take them as Bible. Be present with me and see where it takes you, if it takes you anywhere. My intention and my ask is for you to join me in this, in this podcast, every single episode, okay? My ask is, and my intention is for you to not be so easily influenced by everything that I say and share, but to look, think, and feel into with your whole entire being, everything I'm saying in order to explore what fits, what resonates, and what's meant to inspire you specifically. And let's be honest here. Sometimes we think of inspiration as the sparkly, yummy, like my heart flutter. Sometimes inspiration is you being lit the fuck up and being triggered and being like, fucking A. (laughs) What did this lady do? And that's okay. Because sometimes my job as a coach and a healer a spiritualist, isn't even to work with you right now or in this lifetime. Sometimes my job is to deliver a message from spirit for you and your spirits that is just going to cultivate the lands, fertilize, break up some things in order for someone else or you to drop the seeds of change in your own life and in this world. I tell people all the time when they have consults with me, you don't have to make a decision on this call at all. In fact, I implore you not to. I would be concerned if you were like, sign me up right now. (laughs) I'm like, no, sit with it. Sit with your heart and your spirit because it might not be for us to work together. You might just need it to hear this word and go on about your path, right? So, and that's something that the coaching industry does not want. They're like, book them on the call, get that coin now. And I'm like, no, bro, I'm a healer first, a coach second. So here's the thing. And the reason why this being objective and remaining present and letting it sink into your psyche and your spirit and your space is important is because when we feel disempowered and we are soul searching and seeking and looking for safety to heal and explore and have impact and step into our purpose and all these things that I believe and stand for my whole life and business is about, when we feel disempowered and we're on that journey, we tend to want someone else to be responsible for everything when we can't or don't wanna or don't know how to be responsible for anything. Right there, that's a quotable. 
We tend to want someone else to be responsible for everything when we can't or don't wanna or don't know how to be responsible for anything. Or we pick and choose what we wanna be responsible for contingent upon what someone else who seems more powerful or in another position, what they will be responsible for or take, you know, yeah, take responsibility for. And I understand this because it's a huge learned human behavior ingrained in us from childhood. Usually we look to our parents, like you got the power, you're the parent, you need to fix this. I'm incapable of doing this. And all these other social constructs, especially those of us who are from the U.S. or we are in countries that have been colonized by European descended folks. Oh yeah, just a little taste of what's to come. This is some serious and dangerous behavior, especially within the healing, wellness, spiritual, and coaching world, which is the reason why this is going to be a space of me sharing and everyone learning how to harness their power, which is again why I ask you to be objective and be present with me. But here, right here, right now, right here, you get no, I got to get some of the silly part of me. <laughs> I want you to find and stand in your power as you listen so that you can harness what is yours without having, again, those knee jerk reactions to how I may convey an idea or a message or taking my words and running with them without any critical thought or conscious decisions of how you're going to apply it in real life. Cause that sucks. That's not healing. That's not growth. You know, getting the word that lights up your spirit or inspires you is just the tip, like the awakening, the awareness is just the tip of the iceberg. The healing happens when you apply it and then you have insights or wisdoms that emerge from applying it and how you show up in the world continually moving forward. So again, remember that this space is a visionary container for personal freedom and cultural change. Emphasis on the and. So nothing can stay the same if we want to be different. Nothing, zero percent stays the same. I'll talk more about that on like a personal level. Like what does that look like in your actual life? Like I'm not gonna necessarily change my name, which actually I am considering changing my name. But anyway, we'll look at the details of these concepts as this podcast unfolds. <laughs> Now, besides being both objective and invested or present in this podcast, I want to ask that you decide what kind of relationship <laughs> you'd like to have with me and It's Still Happening podcast. There's so many podcasts. I'm so sure that y'all are subscribed to others. And for that, I'm grateful that you would even come and listen to me and me showing up to birth and live this out loud. Like, thank you for being here. And... I would like this to be a special relationship. You know, I'm a little bit like that as a little sensitive Pisces. I would like for this to be something that you're very intentional about being a part of because every listener matters, y'all. I'm not lying. Those who are on my newsletter know this, but when I send that newsletter out, I really am looking at who's opening, who's closing, not for conversion rates and things because that's the only way I can connect to the emails and the names and the people that are choosing to learn from me or be in community space with me. So this relationship with It's Still Happening podcast doesn't have to be like your relationship with all these other podcasts and shows that you know. And I'm going to be building some things within this container to show you that or to facilitate or to create a closer space in the age of COVID because it'd be great if I could be like, we're going to have a retreat at the end of every year. But who fucking knows? I'm going to retreat to my bathroom. That's as far as I can get right now. But yes, your relationship 
with this podcast doesn't have to be the same. And just take a moment. Like, what is your relationship to other podcasts? No one's even asked you that before, have they? I'm going to take a sip of tea, not because I'm being shady, but because I want to sip tea while you think about that. Most times, our relationship to podcasts are, you know, consuming, consuming, taking, maybe do a shout out sometimes, you listen to it when it's convenient for you, you know, those kind of things, right? Tell me if I'm wrong. But I'm interested in maybe setting the intention right now to create routine and ritual, your own, not mine, but your own with this podcast. For example, will you have a dedicated notebook to journal after every episode? Like, do you want to do that? Not even knowing what the episodes are going to be like, but knowing that you're on a personal development, ancestral healing, conscious business abundance, empowerment, cultural change, impact, social justice journey, (laughs) maybe you might want to dedicate a special thing for it. You know, do you listen only during a certain time of day on a certain day of week while you do a certain task like wash the dishes or file your nails or pet your puppy? I don't know. Will you make it part of your weekly self-care and love routine intentionally? Can you shower yourself with oils after listening to it during a yummy salt bath? Essentially, do you want to dive a little bit deeper with me from the very beginning? It's something interesting about falling in love because you want to as opposed to it happening to you not to say we're all going to be all yummy yummy love love but i love the idea of us saying we're going to be in relationship and community intimately and closely from the beginning and here are the things i'm going to do on my end to meet you in that so for example i know without a shadow of a doubt my commitment and my relationship to it's still happening podcast is that i'm always going to record these early morning It is my most special, potent spiritual time. I love that the earth is quiet and cool right now because it's wintering. My doggy is still sleepy, so he's not whining. I can do my morning routines and rituals and slide right into this. That is so sacred to me. I have been in intimate relationships with people where I don't even (laughs) share my mornings with them because that's how sacred they are to me. Like I'm for real. So that's my commitment of what this relationship will be, that I am facilitating, cultivating, pouring into this podcast and this community during the most potent time of my day. Okay. So whatever yours may be, I ask that you decide to be really mindful about that when we join together in this space as a reverence first to yourself, to the healing that's to come and is already coming. And to me and my spirits for showing up through my own fear to share this with us all. So we're doing pretty well here, trucking along. (laughs) Um, Before I get ready to leave y'all today, I want to talk about one more thing, and that is content consumption. As I said, there's so much noise, and there's also so much following, and I don't want either. I I want resonance and connection. And through the resonance and connection, it inspires you to walk your own path. You get insights based on things that I didn't even fucking say on this podcast just because the energy that I'm coming through and how I say it and how I show up does something in your psyche and your spirit with your spirits that was so impromptu. It couldn't have been facilitated. It couldn't have been written out or orchestrated. It just happened because of the magic of us existing together. 
That's what I'm down for here. So I never wanted to be that person who contributes to the noise or is inspiring you to follow me instead of going out into the forest yourself or asking me to interpret your dreams instead of you sitting with yourself and figuring out what they mean for you. It's a thing for me. I don't know why exactly that hasn't come up in my past lives quite yet, but it's important. It's important that you know, you are cultivating healers and coaches and guides and elders and and helpers and people who therapists and things who really do show up to support you, but they don't hold you. They don't carry you. You're not following them. And this comes up often for me. And it always brings me to this question, which I'm going to ask for you too, is what's the balance between being in community and learning or trusting and having a teacher or guide and being out on your own? How much do we need to be in community to grow? And how much do you need to be on your own to grow? It's like in every personal development book, you know, they are, there's always like a wise elder and a sage, and then the actual student goes off on their journey and everything starts to make sense or click into place for them because they're living it and they're trusting themselves and they're falling over themselves and they're just walking their path blindly, but knowing that they have the blessing and like resources and tools and help when they need it along the path. I could do all those psycho-manipulative things like, you know, that happens on the internet to make podcasts to be successful, but that's really not my jam. Like, I'm here to call us higher and further and farther and to see what unfolds for all of us as we listen and engage in this podcast. So you don't need me to tell you to share something that lights up your spirit and calls you home. You will do that naturally. We're programmed to share what's good despite what this world tries to tell us that we are very generous when something is good for us and helpful for the people. There is something special about being consistent for the sake of building trust and contributing to this great healing change and being inconsistent so that dependability doesn't become a crutch. That's my whole philosophy around this whole content and internet world. So while I'm going to be showing up weekly, usually, I might not always sound like this. It might not always be deep healing stuff. I don't know what it's going to be because I'm going to trust my higher self and my spirits to channel this stuff for all of us. But I don't want any of us getting comfortable. I want us to be living and engaged because while I do love consistency, I will have some moments of intentionally being inconsistent and creative because I know that engagement engaging only happens when we can't rest and be passive and that engagement is the key to living instead of existing and that isn't always fostered just by getting comfortable and always being on or always being expected you know so if you find yourself listening and resonating but not taking action catch yourself and ask why have you moved into a passive space with this podcast and with me and this community, instead of being engaged and conscious and intentional about showing up here. And if so, no shame. It just lets us know that there's work to be done, right? Maybe it'll even lead you to reviewing your own relationships or your other relationships to content and social media and following people, which I am happy to inspire. 
Okay, everyone, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode of It's Still Happening podcast. I want to pray blessings upon your head and warmth in your heart and that your feet are solid to the grounds in which you choose to walk and live and work on, that you are safe and loved and protected, that your spirits are happy and healing is flowing to you and everyone around you. Until we get to come together again, may you be very, very well. Hey y'all, if you like this episode of It's Still Happening podcast, I would love to hear about it and see it all across the interwebs, okay? So you can find me at Ash Inspires on Instagram, on Facebook, and hey, Ash Inspires on Twitter. Go ahead and tag me and, you know, tell me, share with people what inspired you, what did my message stir up, and what are you thinking, what are you going to do about it? I'd love to know. And if you want to get more intimate with me, feel free to visit my website at ashleyjohns.com. Till then, be well.